Hello everyone, welcome back to another episode of the After Hours Podcast. How are you all doing today? Maybe take a second to reflect on how everything's going. Um, Personally, I'm in a bit of a, not in a bit of a rush, I was just now in a bit of a rush because um, I didn't plan out my week very well and I am recording this like right before I go meet my mom to go to a show and go to dinner and all the things, um, you know, on a Wednesday because Thursday I've got plans and I just didn't plan things out right. So I just like scribbled down a million things in my notebook um, as an outline, but I feel like they're all good things. Like I'm, I'm really excited and it's actually the longest outline that I've ever made for a podcast episode. So that's kind of ironic, I guess, but I guess I just had so many thoughts crammed into my brain because for some reason I feel like I haven't done an episode in so long when really it's just been a week. I don't know why that feels that way. Um, Maybe just because I'm getting back into a routine kind of thing. I don't know. But anyways, today's episode is going to be about taking care of yourself, which kind of ties into... Um, getting out of a slump kind of like the after the aftermath of getting out of a slump is like okay like how am I going to take care of myself now so the way that I look at taking care of myself because I like to make lists of literally everything like sometimes I'll be flipping through my journals just you know whatever and I will find the most random list ever like list of things that I want right now and it will be like a camera like the most random stuff but anyways it's actually kind of a fun way to just get things out of your brain but um I made a list of the things that remind me of like how I take care of myself or how I try to at least because I am not gonna sit here and act like I've mastered the act of taking care of myself I definitely haven't There are days when I like literally treat myself terribly or I just don't try and I'm lazy and it makes me mad because I'm like, you're not taking care of yourself right now. So I am definitely not, not very good at it still, but I have had a lot of experience in trying over and over and over to get better at it. So this is going to be like my advice from what I know so far. So my list of what taking care of myself looks like is my body, my mind, my goals, my surroundings, and my loved ones. Those are the things that are most important when it comes to, I think, for anybody, that should be the, those should be the most important things when it comes to taking care of yourself and your life because it all, it's all wrapped into one. So for the first one, body, taking care of your body, which honestly, in my opinion... I think body is the hardest because maybe that's just because of like the relationship that I have with food is not the easiest thing in the world. Um, but it just, in my opinion, it's, it's really difficult, especially because there's so much comparison, especially nowadays, um, with social media and everything. Like I just, I use, so, okay genuinely I was thinking about this when I was writing these things down is like okay yeah we all like compare our bodies like every everyone does that 
why? Like, they're all different for a re- Like, we all have different parents. We all have different genetics. We It's like a genetic thing. It's like comparing, like, someone's liver to another person's liver or someone's, like, lungs. Or, you know what I mean? Why would we ever do that? Because they're all made differently. And I just kind of started thinking about that. I was like, that's so odd. Like, who just decided to start, like, comparing bodies? Because for some people, like, sometimes you can't even control, like, you know what I mean? It's it's just so weird to me. And sometimes I find myself thinking of my body as as something that I have to deal with rather than the thing that is keeping me alive and the things that it's doing for me. I would be nowhere without my body. Nobody would be. And I just look at it as this thing that I hate and I don't want to look at and I don't want to acknowledge it. Like that's, it just doesn't make sense. And I didn't realize how ridiculous it was until I wrote it down. Like, no, if you just like anything, if you don't take care of a plant, it's going to get ugly and it's going to die. Okay, that's basically what we do with our bodies. If we don't take care of our bodies, we're not going to be happy with the way that they look. We're not going to be fulfilled in any way, like in our hearts and minds about the way that we feel with our bodies because it's just connected to everything. And you know, everything relies on your body. Like, it's so important to focus on how much water you drink and the food that you eat and specifically not the calories, just based on does it make you feel good. This is something that I struggle a lot with, like, especially with being out in the cities, you know, like, we have, they have dinner at the at the school at like a certain time but it's really early it's like at five and I'm usually just don't like to eat dinner that early I just my family always ate dinner like pretty late and so I'll find myself like craving these bad foods and since there's not like a mom around to be like you shouldn't eat that I just go and I spend money on like crappy food and I eat it And it's like, okay, well, as long as I don't eat over this many calories, it's fine. Or as long as I, whatever. But, like, it makes me feel like crap. And a lot of the times it's like, oh, it's because it's cheap. But the other day, yesterday, um, I went, I was out, and I was like, okay, I'm going to go to Target and get some green juice. Because I had, like, for some reason, it just popped into my brain that I haven't had green juice in a long time and I really like it. And I was like, I'm going to go get it. It's like $2. And I was like halfway to Target. It was like 15 minutes away. And I was like, oh, damn. Like, I forgot my wallet. It's in my other bag. But I had my phone with me so I could use Apple Pay. And I was like, I don't want to make like an online order for Target. Like, well, it was this whole thing. And so I was like, okay, I'm just going to find like, maybe there's like a shake place or something. Because I had just gone to the gym and I just wanted something like healthy and refreshing. That is another thing is, okay, disclaimer, I'm really out of shape. Literally walking up the stairs to my first class at 8 a.m. makes me tired. I'm not even joking. It's really, really embarrassing. I'm like huffing and puffing every time I walk into the room 
so I have to like say to everyone like it's okay I just I just walked up the stairs like you know it's it's awful and I've been meaning to like get back in shape um but like with the car accident my head is still just groggy and just kind of hurts randomly and I can get really dizzy from like like in my vocal interpretation class we've got a lot of lights going on a lot of moving a lot of acting and stuff like that and like laying on the ground getting up really fast and I like don't realize that my head still hurts until I do those things and I'm like oh my god I feel like I'm gonna pass out right now so I was like okay I'm gonna take it slow I'm, I'm just gonna walk on the treadmill like I just need to walk I need to move my body and feel good like feel accomplished about something because I've been trying to catch up on homework lately and it's a lot of sitting and a lot of trying to focus and not being able to and it's just really frustrating so I was I was like just 30 minutes of my time and um and so I went to the gym and I literally just walked on the treadmill for 30 minutes which is if it makes you feel good then do it. You don't have to go to the gym. Some people think that going to the gym means lifting, going there for two hours, like just going all out. It does not have to be this. If if it is for you, great. That's awesome. I really do admire. I have a few friends um, who go to the gym that often and like work really hard at it and it pays off for sure. But you don't have to downplay yourself for going to the gym and just like walking on a treadmill that's you're still moving and after I was done I I felt very dizzy but I also was like okay like I needed to do that that was necessary like even if even if my my like what I consider physically hard is not the same as what someone else considers physically hard that's not a bad thing it's just how it is you know and I told one of my friends who goes to the gym a lot, I was like, I went to the gym for the first time and I walked on the treadmill and I was so dizzy and I felt so stupid for like needing to drink a ton of water after just walking. And she was like, okay, well, at least you went. Like, you still went there. You still put yourself out there and like did it. You know, that's important to do. So just do what your body is telling you. And when you need a break, take the break. But anyways... Oh, geez, what was I talking about? Oh, oh, okay. So that's why I wanted the green juice because I was like feeling good about myself. Every time I would go on a run back at home, I would like drink green juice after because it was just this amazing combination. I felt so good about myself. So I didn't have my wallet with me. So I was like, I'll just go somewhere that uses Apple Pay. And I was like, you know, I've never been to Crispin Green. So I'm going to try there. So I go there and I walk in and it is pretty expensive i'm not gonna lie um compared to like a mcdonald's meal that's the thing that's what i hate about america is that the stuff that is terrible for you is so cheap like they really target you know these kids who live in dorms and don't have any other way to get stuff but whatever um so i went in and i was like okay so it's this much money that's that's quite a bit of money you know what I'm gonna do it anyways just because I haven't had like a really healthy meal in a long time and I think my body needs it I just think it does so I got a smoothie and I got like this kids adventure bowl thing which was basically just like a chicken wild rice salad and the people there were really nice blah 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 and I got my stuff and I came back and I like sat down and I had the meal 
and I felt so good and it just really opened my eyes to what I've been putting in my body lately because I've just been having a lot of like microwaved mac and cheese and chips and salsa which isn't the worst thing but like if it's all you eat you know like bagels stuff like easy cheap stuff if that's all you eat you're not gonna feel good and it may be convenient for the situation that you're in but I kind of like thought to myself I was like you know if I just didn't spend money on like a lot of other things that are unnecessary for me to spend money on I could afford good food for myself that is something to prioritize and that is a totally an act of taking care of myself which I just kind of realized maybe that's why this this popped into my brain was because of my little trip to crisp and green but anyways I 10 out of 10 recommend it was great the people are so nice at least at the one that I went to um and the strawberry sunrise smoothie is really good but anyway um main thing to take away from from taking care of your body or at least the way that I thought of it was you would never compare a daisy to a rose you would never you don't look at two completely different things that are both beautiful and say okay which one's better or you know you can't because they're different and they're supposed to be different and it's good that they're both different so that's just a way to look at your body if you ever end up comparing it to someone else's which i know everyone does and we just shouldn't i know it's easier said than done but it's so simple we just we shouldn't do that i don't know why society decided to do that but it's stupid so just don't just don't do it (laughs) okay next one mind so taking care of your mind Being an artist and in an environment with a lot of artists, I've gathered, I've, I've come up with the conclusion that so many people, including myself, hate their minds because sometimes they're a little too active. Sometimes they're not active enough. Like I was talking to, um, one of my friends here today about writer's block and we're both songwriters, um, so we just you know can relate like every songwriter has had writer's block and if you haven't well that that's weird um but she was kind of talking about she's like oh I had to write a song for this assignment in this class and I just was so mad because I have writer's block right now and and like I've also experienced writer's block and it's probably my probably my top two words just least favorite feelings of all time and that might sound over dramatic but when you're someone who like writes almost every day and your whole life either like my two of my favorite things are singing and songwriting and like just writing in general whether it's like writing for this podcast or writing like a short story writing an essay like I love that kind of stuff so when writer's block hits it's kind of an example of like like every artist has gone through that where like inspiration is just not coming it's not working out and we hate ourselves for it and i can't stress that enough it's just the most annoying thing and i think that also some people end up hating their minds because because sometimes we think of them as being mean to us like we'll we'll think of someone that we don't want to think of 
or we'll remember an event that we wish we could forget about. That kind of thing, right? Everyone's got those moments and those people that they just wish their mind wouldn't bring up or they wish that they wouldn't get deja vu and they see those certain things. And it sucks. It really, really does. But honestly, I think reminiscing is beautiful. Because, first of all, if it was truly this terrible, awful moment that, or this thing with this person that you just never want to think of, you hate them. You hate the moment. You never want to think of it again. Think of it as like, it's over. It, it's done. Maybe your mind bringing it up again is not to torture you. It's to remind you, you will never have to go through that again. That moment is over. It's in the past. The fact that it's a memory means that it's done. And it's not happening anymore. So you could look at it that way to make it more of like a relieving thing. It may still be hard to picture that in your brain, but there is a better way to look at it. And I also think that sometimes we just, our automatic thought is, I hate this person for doing this to me. I hate this moment. I hate this whatever. But if we think about it enough, we can appreciate what came from that. And I think that our minds do that to us on purpose to really, just to make us more wise, to to make us more positive and optimistic. Like, I'm glad I went through that because I wouldn't be who I am today without it. I also think that the most phenomenal thing that comes from a human mind is the act of understanding. Like, truly truly understanding someone is probably the most comforting thing ever (laughs) like I just can't explain it anymore like you you know how it feels when you're talking to someone and it's about this thing that you went through that's so hard to talk about and they look at you and they just say I completely understand and they mean it that's a beautiful thing so and that that is all the mind it's all the mind also you can create things out of like those painful memories or those painful thoughts this is especially an artist or even if you're not an artist even if you don't define yourself as an artist you doesn't mean you can't be one every once in a while you know you can write sing paint talk draw move literally just connecting with anything is a form of art or displaying it in some way like getting it out there and I also recently had a talk with my dad because I was at a friend's house and I kind of knew that this moment would come like when I first came to school I like had this feeling in the back of my mind like okay there's going to be a moment when it hits you that no one understands. No one gets it. It's going to get you at some point. But you're just going to not focus on it until it comes. Okay? Okay. And I was at um, a friend's house. And it was like our whole group of people was hanging out. And I was about to miss curfew for, for school because it was Sunday night. I had to be home. 
and it was like this whole thing and I was like okay I'm just gonna tell the school that I have a family thing hopefully no one who's in charge of the school listens to this but I was like I'm just gonna tell them I have a family thing and then I'm gonna be late past curfew because if you let them know then they don't care really so I called when I was in the bathroom at my friend's house and I told my parents that I would leave from their house to go back to school and I said like hey I'm running late we got back from a family dinner really late and I'm gonna I'm gonna be past curfew and the guy was like okay just have your dad or your mom or dad confirm that and I was like okay (laughs) oh no like I just lied and now I have to tell my parents that I lied and so I called my dad I called my mom first she didn't answer because usually I wouldn't I wouldn't go to my dad for these situations because you just you would go to a mom but I called my dad and I was like I told him the situation and I was like so can you just call the front desk and tell them that like I'll be past curfew and he said I'm not gonna lie for you and I was like oh god oh god oh god oh god and I knew there were he was under no obligation to lie for me is the thing I didn't expect him to I was definitely hoping that he would but when he said those words I was just like oh shit like oh no and all of these emotions that I was so scared of started coming into my brain like I don't even know how to explain it but I was like god now now you're sad now you have to leave the party now you have to because he said come home and we'll talk about it I was like now you're gonna talk to your dad and you don't want to leave you just want to be with your friends and blah 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 and so I went out of the bathroom and I was like okay every guys I'm like I'm leaving and they all were like okay like like my uh my friends came and like hugged me and were like see you next weekend like love you bye whatever and so I left and I got in my car and I was like rehearsing what I was gonna say to my dad the whole time I was in the car and I finally got home and I walked in and I was like I'm sorry I shouldn't have asked you to lie for me it was stupid it's not gonna happen again I'll drive back whatever I'm really really sorry and he said sit down and I was like oh god he's he's mad like my dad rarely rarely gets mad and it was at the dinner table too so it was even more like intense and I sat down and he looked at me and he was he said so here's what's gonna happen you are tired it's dark it's late you can wake up early tomorrow morning because I know that you like waking up early and you can drive to school tomorrow morning because I can tell that all you genuinely wanted to do was spend time with your friends that you don't get to see. And I kind of, like, I could feel myself, like, about to cry. And I was like, oh, God, hold yourself together. Like, I I hate crying in front of people. I don't even remember the last time I cried in front of my dad. Like, it, it was definitely a long time ago. And I was like, okay, okay. And I kind of sat there. And he said, are you okay? And and I kind of took a second. He was like, it's okay. Take your time. You know, I took a second to, again, like this never happens. I never really react like this in a conversation. Usually I just don't get this emotional. And I just kind of said to him, when I say goodbye to people from here, usually my friends, they all hug me and they they're so excited to see me next weekend and 
and they say like they love me they'll miss me whatever and then they they get to go and sit back down on the couch and hang out with everyone and they get to wake up and go to school and see them the next morning and throughout the whole week and in their heads they probably think it's so cool that she came to see us and i can't wait to see her next weekend you know simple simple things but they're not the ones who have to get in the car and drive alone in the dark for two hours and then the last face that i see before i go to bed is some random person at a front desk who checks me in for the night you know they don't get it none of them get it and it was just it just hit me and and he was like you're right they don't no one ever no one ever will and he said it so simply as if it like weren't this terrible thing and he just got up and and i just cried i was like oh my god like oh like i had just been waiting for it to come out and I guess, like, I had always just thought of the words, you don't get it, as this terrible, terrible thing. Because, like I said, there's nothing, there's nothing more awesome than when someone understands what you're going through. And in the, during this conversation, I had realized that literally no one understood what it was like to have to, like, be with everyone and have an amazing time and then just go from all of this love and joy to nothing, to just being alone. But then I also realized that those thoughts are now only for me. No one else is ever going to have those and know what I'm going through, at least the people in my life. And that's kind of a cool thing. And it was like this relieving, relieving moment where I just got to like cry and be like oh like this is terrible but I'm so glad that I said it because because like the way that my dad just acknowledged that no no one's ever going to understand it and that's perfectly okay that is human you know yeah anyways moving on to the next one goals taking care of your goals I think that with goals, they don't have to be big, but they do have to grow because I do know a lot of people and myself who set like really unrealistic goals for themselves rather than like small ones that can grow into bigger ones. And you also, you want to have a lot of confidence in yourself, but you also don't want to set yourself up for disappointment and failure, which is the product of setting unrealistic goals. What I like to do is I have big ones in the back of my mind all the time. Like, and I even keep like little reminders of it. Like I'll write down like, you're going to go to New York someday. You're going to go to New York someday. Or I put it in my phone, go to New York, go to New York, like as a reminder Obviously, that is not going to happen overnight, but having it in the back of my mind is still an active way of, like, keeping that goal alive because you, it's, oh, goals are just so important. Goals are so important. Like, 
I had starting a podcast in the back of my mind for such a long time and now I'm finally doing it and I'm so glad that I kept it there instead of being like, no, it's never going to happen. I don't know why I would ever think that. Like it definitely, it takes time to fulfill goals no matter what form they are. And you know, maybe, maybe on some days your main goal is just to get out of bed, survive the day, and go back to bed and wake up again. And that is 100% okay. I just think that goals display and show who you are as a person. They show your work ethic. They show what you're willing to do. The things that you want to accomplish. I think that reflects a lot of the person that you are. And it's really important to make the goals and then take care of them. It's so, 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 so important because it, it just keeps you motivated. It gets you to do things. It gets you, it gets you to where you want to be and they'll all pay off someday. It's just, it is so crucial to know that they take time, but yeah, make, make a million goals, make so many, just, just know how to, how to take care of them and where to put them once you make them. It's very important. Okay, surroundings. The first thing that I wrote down for surroundings was your bedroom. Talking like myself, kind of, because I'm not going to lie. I mean, my dorm room's not insanely messy. It's definitely been worse. But sometimes I'll, like, walk in and I'll be like, okay, I'm going to go, I'm going to do this. And then I look over and I see, like, a pile of laundry that I haven't done yet and I'm like... I feel so unmotivated, just like that pile of laundry that is sitting there staring at me, and now I just don't want to do anything. Force yourself to clean your room, and I swear it will put you in a better mood. I haven't done it yet, but I've experienced this feeling so many times because I'm the queen of redecorating my room a million times until I, like, love it, and then literally two months later, I end up redoing it. Like, in a month, I'll probably end up moving stuff around my dorm room again. But, um, yeah, it's... It's a simple thing because th- those are the things that surround you. You know, like I'm staring at dead flowers right now. <laughs> and I'm not going to lie, they make me feel a little sad and I should probably get new flowers to put there. It's simple as that. Simple as that. Check up on your surroundings. Take care of your bedroom because it is where your mind and your thoughts and it's just where everything lives. You know, everything about you is reflected in your bedroom. And, oh my god, so important. If something doesn't make you happy or bring you joy, get rid of it. If it does not add something to you or your life, it's irrelevant. It's irrelevant. Get rid of it. That's That was my main thing for surroundings. It should add value to your life. If you wake up every day and you look at something... Or like something with your routine like just doesn't add up. It just doesn't make you feel good. Who's stopping you from taking that away or getting rid of it or throwing it out, you know? Like if it has bad memories with it now, don't keep it around to constantly remind you of this unless you truly want it. But you know what I'm saying? Like protect your surroundings. Know, know the things that you want to see and the things that you don't. Okay? Okay. Okay. 
last but not at all least is this is probably my most important one is taking care of your loved ones you are an average of the people that you keep around you i saw something i don't remember where it was or if it was a quote or whatever maybe my mom told me this but like the five or six main people that you talk to or are around the most or like confide in the most you are going to be an average of those five people you know how like when you hang out with someone enough you kind of catch on to their like um their sayings that they do like sometimes i i just think this is like the cutest thing ever when like when i get a new saying or like i start saying something that i usually didn't say before if i do it enough i notice that the people around me start saying it and i just think that's so funny and adorable and i do the same thing with people that i'm always around like my friend james especially hi james i mentioned you on the podcast because they were giving me i don't remember they were like giving me crap for for something that i i don't know did or didn't mention them but i'm saying their name finally so hello james but james always has these like random things that they say all the time and i just like have noticed that i say them all the time now too because i'm surrounded by them like five days a week eight hours a day because we have like almost all the same classes and i just think that it's so amazing off topic off topic off topic but um anyways that that is just like one of the little things that shows that you are an average of the people around you so really let that sink in do you want to be an average of the people who you surround yourself with right now if you don't want that kind of energy in yourself get rid of it i'm not saying get rid of them i'm saying just take it into consider notice that that is an act of taking care of your like character you know keeping yourself grounded knowing whose energy is good for you and whose isn't right and that doesn't i guess that ties more into surroundings than loved ones but okay this is this is more related to loved ones for me like i said this is one of the most important ones loved ones is the one thing in life i will never let myself mess up on it's that simple you can't let yourself unintentionally mess up relationships with your loved ones especially if it's over something stupid like that is the i'm a pretty like spontaneous person i kind of just do things but when it comes to relationships with your mom your dad your brothers your sisters your friends your boyfriends girlfriends like hold on to those obviously if you're not happy if they're not good to you let them go 100 percent. but like i just think that so many relationships are ended over really stupid things i've i've had that happen once or twice but it's it's i don't know it's just this different kind of sadness to me when a relationship is over especially if you both still care for each other obviously some end for good reason 
But if you truly feel in your heart that you are meant to be in this person's life and they're meant to be in yours, then fight for it. Holy cow, fight for it. Like, ugh. Vulnerability will pay off in the end and you'll never regret it. That's another thing. Is I think that some people include I say this all I say this a lot. Some people, including me, I don't know why I don't just say me or like I don't know. But I think that sometimes I view vulnerability as a bad thing. Maybe it's because I have two brothers and anytime I try to get soft, they like hit me. <laughs> Not in like a bad way. But you know, they're like, ew, stop. So like that's just my reaction, I guess when things get vulnerable or like joking around or something but if if you really think about it okay getting getting vulnerable is so 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 scary and that is the only thing that stops us is that it's scary because we think oh if i tell this person i like them what if they don't like me back or I mean, that's the main one I can think of right now, but it's, it's scary for us. The thing is, you will never exist in that moment again with that person. That is why vulnerability is so amazing because it, it's like doing improv on stage. You don't have a plan. All you know is that you are feeling certain things and you need to say it. And a lot of the times we screw that up because we're scared. But we shouldn't be scared. I'm, I'm not saying that things can't go wrong based on vulnerability. But it's not a bad thing to, you know, necessary rejection. It's not the worst thing. At least you put yourself out there. Would you rather look back on that moment and be like, I wish I did this, but I didn't because I was scared and I was scared I was going to get rejected. Wouldn't you rather know? You know what I mean? You will never exist in that moment with that person again. It is so important to do those vulnerable things like give hugs, tell your friends that you love them, even if they're weird about it. Be honest about how you feel. Kiss the person that you want to kiss even if you're nervous tell people how much they mean to you if they make you feel weird about it then that's on them that has nothing to do with you some people are just like that some people don't like vulnerability and that's okay but i just think it's really beautiful and yeah i think taking care of yourself is vulnerable it's a scary thing but Basically, the way that I look at it, taking care of myself, when I think of taking care of myself, I think of accepting that life is short, so I need to do the things that make me feel good. You know, giving myself that and telling myself that I deserve to have that. I deserve to do the things and be with the people who make me feel good. It's the ultimate act of taking care of your body, mind, goals, surrounding, and your loved ones. Loved ones. Surroundings and loved ones. I said that wrong. But you deserve all of that. Every single person on the planet does. 
it's it's being in your element the most that you possibly can it is this beautiful realization that you are your own individual and it doesn't matter what anyone else thinks that is taking care of yourself treat yourself like someone you love because you should be someone you love no one knows yourself better than you and no matter what you do you should love yourself regardless of everything and i love you (laughs) see that was vulnerable but i did it anyways because if you're listening to this you're cool and if you got to the end then i really really think you're cool and i really really love you and that's all i have so just remember that life is short and you should take care of yourself because there's only so much time you have and if you love someone tell them and yeah thank you for meeting me in the after hours i love you bye